Okay, um, greetings again everybody. And um, I am going to use this program also online, so uh, I just greet everybody that is watching from all over the world. Welcome, we are in Kalabu in western Zambia and we are preaching the gospel of God's grace. I first want to know who of you that are here have got sickness in your bodies. Can you just show me? Who is experiencing sickness in your body? Okay, this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now we ask the Lord that. He will confirm his word with signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. And he's Lord of heaven and earth. Many times we think that Jesus is Lord of heaven, but not of earth. Jesus Christ is Lord of earth as well. The devil has been defeated. And Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says the message that Jesus was raised from the dead will be confirmed with signs, wonders, and miracles. So, as we preach this message, I, I believe that God will, by the Holy Spirit, confirm His Word with signs, wonders, and miracles in you. You that came here with a toothache, I just want to say, I know how bad toothache is. <laughs> I have had toothache in my life. And even went to the doctors, they struggled to get it healed. So I have compassion with you. But God will confirm His word. Amen. Remember, when Jesus was raised from the dead, He said to His disciples, All authority has been given to Me. Go into all the world and preach that Jesus was raised from the dead and that all people are under His rule. Amen? Amen. We need to understand that. 2,000 years ago, a baby was born from a lady called Mary. That man was a normal man like me and you. He, he could become hungry. He could be thirsty. He had fears. He was a normal person. His name was Jesus. This Jesus, the Father in heaven made him a promise. 
He said, I will give you my full glory in your body. I will raise you from the dead and I will put you at my right hand. Amen? Amen. Now listen carefully. I want this young boy come here quickly. Come here. Look at this young boy. Come stand here. Here with me. What is your name? Nathan. Now, if you look at Nathan, you see a normal boy. If Nathan would tell you, I am the son of God, who will believe him? Nobody. You will say, we know his father and his mother. Like when Jesus was small, they said, we know his father and his mother. Everybody did not know that uh, 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 Mary was, was uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit. No, they thought that Jesus had a father, his name is Joseph, and he had a mother, her name is Mary. And then Jesus, at the age of 12, he said, I must be busy with my father's business. Already now believing he's the son of God. But nobody else believed it. He knew that he was the ruler. He. When he was a small boy like this man. But nobody could believe him. And then even when he became older, the Romans took him and crucified him on a cross. And that was the punishment for very bad people. Do you have death penalty in Zambia? Not. But you get lifetime sentence. So, if somebody goes to jail and he gets lifetime sentence, nobody will think he's the son of God. They will think he's a sinner. In the time of the Romans, the young boy Jesus, he grew up was crucified by the Romans. But everybody thought he's just a normal boy. But God said he is my son. And when he died, after he died, God raised him from the dead. Never to die. 
Never to have a body that can perish. He glorified him. And put him at his right hand. And that young boy. That everybody thought was just a young boy. Was glorified by the father. And he sat at the right hand of God. To be the king of the whole earth. Amen. He is good. He's loving. He's kind. He cares for the poor. And he's a life giver. And he is our leader. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. You can go and sit down. Amen. Let's clap our hands for him. So I want to talk about this normal boy, Jesus, that trusted the Father and the Father made him undying in his own physical body. You need to understand, you know that young boy, as young as what he is, he can also die. Like all of us. Amen. Amen. When Jesus was a young boy, he could also die. You remember the Bible says when Jesus was just a young boy the angel came to Joseph. He says take the young boy and run to Egypt because Herod wants to kill him. That means the young boy can die. Is it not? Amen. Amen. If I tell you, take your child away from this field here because there's a snake. Why would I do that? Because I know your child can die. He's a normal child. The same with Jesus. He was a normal man like me and you. But the father said to him, Believe in me and I will glorify you. I will make you like me in your physical body. Are you listening to me? So Jesus believed the Father. The Father raised him from the dead. You know, when he died, when Jesus died, everybody said, oh yeah, he's just a sinner. He's hanging with all the sinners on the cross. He must have done something wrong. Amen. Amen. But when he was raised from the dead, the Father gave proof of who Jesus is.
Then this Jesus, that was raised from the dead, God gave him all authority in heaven. He's greater than the president of America. He's greater than the president of South Africa. And he's greater than the president of Zambia. He's raised from the dead. And he is good. Imagine you can have a good leader. Many of us, when we look at politics, even you, you have election time. Always on the news, you find politicians fighting. And we look at the politicians, we think, ah, I wonder if they are good. I wonder if they are good. But when it comes to Jesus, the leader of the whole world, him he is good. He's a good leader. He's not a bad leader. And we who believe, we have acknowledged his leadership. Amen. See, now you've missed most of the message. Mm. Now I need to start again. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> what I said, and I don't want you to miss it, the leader of the whole world is Jesus Christ. And he is good. When we look at countries, some have good leaders and bad leaders. But Jesus, who's the leader of the whole world, is very good. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to go to 1 John and chapter 4. And we're going to read from verse 7. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whosoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Now, I want you to listen to this without hearing what you must do. When you read this, you can say, oh, I must love my neighbor. But John is bringing something deeper. He wants to say God is love. So God is love. This leader we have, he loves you. 
You know, when we look at normal earthly leaders, we find that we need to work for them. We are their servants. They're not our servants. We are their servants. But the Bible says that Jesus Christ came not to be served. Not to be served. Okay, what was he saying? What was he translating? He, he, he came? Saved. Is that what he used? Okay. Serve. Like doing works. Yeah. Okay. So, the Bible says that Jesus came to serve us. He did not come that we must serve him. Amen. Amen. He did not come so that we serve him. He came to serve you. Amen. Amen. He came to serve you. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that Jesus Christ came to serve you? Okay, I've got some questions. I want you not to miss this. What did Jesus Christ come to do? According to what I've just been teaching. He came to serve us. Amen. It's a correct answer. Did Jesus Christ come so that we can serve him? Did Jesus Christ come so that he can gather servants? No. To gather servants. Did Jesus come to gather servants? I'm right. Yes. <laughs> no. He came to serve us. To give his life to us. When we look at many leaders of countries, they are serving themselves and they want the people to serve them. But the leader we have, he is a good leader. He is not thinking what can he get from you. He is thinking of what can he give to you. The best leader you can ever imagine is your leader. His name is Jesus Christ. He's no, he will not come to you to try and make you feel guilty every day. When he sees you when you are in sin, 
It will not bring your sin in front of your eyes all the time. Because he knows, he knows that knowledge of your sin cannot save you. Knowledge of his love can save you. And that is what we need to grab. Look at this young man sitting here. God loves him. He cares for him. When he was born, God was thinking how Jesus can serve this young man with life. So that he can have the life of God. Amen. Amen. When we look at worldly politicians, the more people that are born, the happier most of them are because now they can get votes. Or now they can have more people in their armies. And then they can look like better leaders. But our God, He is love. And the Lord Jesus Christ, His Son, is, is God's love towards us. The one that God gave, Jesus Christ, He made Him ruler of heaven and earth. The true president is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ today is not a spirit. He's not a spirit. He's a human being. Mm. That is something, isn't it, Pastor? Many of us think of Jesus as a spirit. No, he's a man. And he is the ruler of this earth. Even after he was raised from the dead, he appeared and he ate fish with people. That man, Jesus, went into heaven in his physical body. And from the day he went into heaven, he's working in this earth. He, he is the one that pours out the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, it is the physical Jesus working today in your life. He is not dead. And he's not gone. He is actively ruling in the earth. There are many kingdoms in this world. But we as Christians that believe in Jesus, we have acknowledged the kingdom of God that has come to this earth, ruling over everything. 
All the kingdoms of this world, they are temporal. Their rulers, they come and go every four or five years. They become old, they die. Some of them are corrupt. Some of them just want money. Some of them is just about pride and power. But our king, he is good. He loves. He serves. He gives his life so that we can have hope. You know, Jesus was raised from the dead. He was the Son of God. Nobody believed it. But Jesus believed it. And when he was raised from the dead, the Father proved it. The Father proved that Jesus is his son. And you today who believe in God and believe in the death and the resurrection of Jesus, you are a child of God. Maybe nobody believes it. But when Jesus comes back, he will prove it and he will raise you from the dead and you will see that even now you are already like Jesus maybe you don't see it now but what you are you will see amen amen you are God's child. As holy as what Jesus is, is as holy as what you are. As righteous as what Jesus is, is how righteous you are. Because he gave you his righteousness. He gave you his holiness. Holiness. What is true in him is true for you. Maybe you don't see it. But the Father will prove that it's true. When he raises you from the dead. And he will prove that Jesus was raised from the dead by signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen? Amen. 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 I'm just asking this child here, can somebody just let her sit and not walk? I'm almost finished. Okay. I'm almost finished. Just five minutes. Okay. Right. So, what have we established? Jesus is Lord. God is love. And the rulership is only one of love. 
I want to go and look at the scripture in Hebrews. Seven. And we're going to look at verse 26. You know, if you have a good leader in a country, the problem of that good leader is he can only rule for five years. And then he can be re-elected. Or maybe four years he can reign. And then he can be re-elected. But after eight years, doesn't matter how good he was, he is gone. Then someone else will come. And you will fear again. Is this one good or bad? Is he good or bad? Will we have a good future or not? But I want to tell you something about Jesus. When he was appointed by the Father as the ruler with all authority of heaven and earth, it was done according to an eternal order. That means he does not only rule for 10 years. It does not mean he does not, he will only rule for 10 years. He will rule forever. You cannot vote for him. He's been appointed by God forever. And he's good. And he's over us. So we are not going to let the things of this earth distract us. We know who our leader is. We know who our leader is. So we don't care which one is the leader of our country. We know who our leader is. We, you might live in Zambia, but you are from heaven. Your country is heaven. And heaven is coming to earth. Amen. Amen. Now, listen to this. I'm going to end off with talking about how good Jesus is as our leader. Chapter uh, 7, verse 26. I'm going to read verse 26 and then up to verse uh, 28. And for those of you that watch via the internet, this message will set you free. And not just the message, the truth of this message. It will bless you not to be controlled by a country's politics and those things. I want you to carefully listen to what I'm saying here. It says, such a high priest truly meets our needs. Verse 26. 
who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above heavens. All of us want leaders that can meet our needs. Amen. We want a leader that can meet our need. Here it says that we have a leader, Jesus Christ, who meets our needs. He is holy. You try to think of holy politicians. Truly holy. It says you're blameless. You show me blameless leaders of countries. Blameless. A leader that is pure. And set apart from sinners. You show me a president like that. There is not one. But it says here, our leader as Christians, Jesus Christ, He is pure. He is holy. He's blameless. He will never abuse anybody. He's not hungry for power. He does not make promises he cannot keep. He's a leader who gives his life for his people. He's a leader if you lie about him, he doesn't even try to prove himself. He's a leader that will not say rude things to hurt others. He's a leader that knows the weaknesses of his people. He's a leader that is rich. And his riches is for his people. His people's riches is not for him. He's our president. He's the one that rules over us. He was raised from the dead. He is our Lord Jesus. He is physical. All authority was given to him. And we believe in him. He's our leader. And he's your brother. He's your brother. You are in his family. Whatsoever is his, he's given to you. He loves you. He gave his life for you. He will always care for you. There's nothing you can do that can take away his authority. And he rules with love. Amen. Let's read it again. Such a high priest truly meets our needs. 
muy Verse 26. Mm. I don't know what is your Bible. What does your Bible say? Such a high priest mm. truly meets our needs. Let's go to verse 25. Our leader, Jesus. Therefore, he is able to save completely those that come to God. Because he always lives to intercede for them. Our leader Jesus can completely save us because he will live forever. He lives forever and makes intercession for us forever. He's not going to resign as the leader. And I want to repeat these attributes. He is holy. Think of leaders of countries. Which one can you say? This one. He's truly, 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 truly holy. If you think of leaders of countries and you think of holiness, you don't think of it together. You, you show me an earthly president that is blameless. Blameless. You can look at his life from birth. He's never done anything wrong. He only always sacrifice himself for others. He's pure. And he's separate from sinners. He's not a sinner. Meaning he will not sin towards you. He'll be good towards you. There are many leaders today. They make promises to their people. But they are sinners. Because they are just lying. But our Jesus will not sin towards us. He's separate from the sinners. He's the one that's good and loves. And all of this for you. Amen. Amen. He's exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he does not have to sacrifice for his own sins. And then the sins of the people. For he has no sin. If you can have a leader that has no sin, that rules over you, you can, you can have peace. You can have peace. Amen. Amen. One that sees your weakness. And he does not want to punish you for your weakness, but he wants to help you. Amen. 
If somebody is poor, if somebody is poor, is it the job of the president to punish the poor? No. no. The job of a president is to help the poor. Sadly, we don't find that in most uh, countries. But our Jesus, he says, preach the gospel to the poor. Tell them that I enrich them with my life. I love them and I promise I will raise them from the dead. Even if your life does not look as if you're a child of God, you might think, how can I be a child of God? I don't have a motor vehicle. I don't have a, a good house. I don't have a good house. I don't have iron sheets. I've just got grass on my house. What will show that I'm a, a child of God? God will bring forth his love in your heart. Even in that small house. He will bring peace to your heart even in the small house. Amen. Amen. And he will raise you from the dead. Isn't it Boyd? Boyd? Isn't it true? Yes. It is true. It is true that Jesus will raise you from the dead, boy. You might be sitting here next to the road selling five kwacha, five kwacha. Airtime. But God, he says, you are his son. You might say, how can I be God's son? I'm just having the small shop. God, God shows who he is in you by the love he has towards you and giving you the promise of the resurrection. And you will see when Jesus comes, boy, you will be raised from the dead and you will shine like Jesus. We are his people. He will not lose us. He is for us. He cares for us. He is love. He is holy. And he's separate from sinners. Meaning he will only be good and not do one bad thing to us ever. I end off with this. The Bible says that God that love does not keep score of evil that is done to it. And 
And if God is love, it means God does not keep score of our mistakes. The only way God can keep score of our mistakes is to see where he can help us. Where he can be good to us. God is not the punisher. He is the savior. He's not the accuser. Many times we think the Holy, the Holy Spirit accuses us of what we've done wrong. No. The accuser is the devil. God is the one that affirms us. That brings forth holiness in us. That has compassion with us. And serves us with his life. He serves us with his life. Serves. He serves us with his life. Amen. Amen. Are you happy? We have a good Jesus. Amen. When we do our gospel outreach, we'll, we'll be preaching this message. Because everybody needs to hear this message. Hallelujah. God loves us. He cares for us. Amen. Let us pray. All those of you that have got sickness in your body, I'm sure some of you are already experiencing healing in your body. But we're going to pray. Father God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your holiness that is towards us. I thank you that you are not a sinner and that you are righteous towards us. I thank you that you have proven the sonship of Jesus in raising him from the dead and that you made him the ruler over us all. We acknowledge that he is Lord, the one that was raised from the dead and is Lord over the whole earth. And thank you, Lord, that you stretch forth your hands to do signs, wonders and miracles today in healing the people that are here that they can have a confirmation, even by the power and the surety of your rulership and your resurrection, showing signs, wonders, and miracles. I declare healing over every sickness that is in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ, every bondage that is here is broken. Every sickness is healed. In the name of Jesus Christ, the power of the Spirit of God in the rulership of Jesus Christ is Right now, working on every person's life right now, and people watching me on YouTube, in the name of Jesus, I declare you healed and made well. Amen and amen. Let's clap our hands for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
Amen. 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 Pastor Miyunda, thank you very much that I could minister here today. Next Sunday we'll be here. And the one after that. So the next two Sundays we are going to, I'm going to be here. And I'll be teaching about this good Jesus. In our other services, in our other... In our other services, we'll be laying hands on people. We'll pray for the sick. At our outreaches, we will do that. So feel free to come. Bring your mother and your father. Bring your friend. Tell him there's a good news gospel. You know, whenever you come and listen to the gospel, when you listen to me preach, I will never condemn you. I will never teach about your sins. We all know our sins. What people don't know is the gospel. So we'll teach on the gospel. So if you come, you can come with freedom. If you invite your friends, you know there, they're going to hear only good news. They will not be condemned. Our message is not sin-orientated. It is love-orientated. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to preach here. God bless.